everybody welcome to another episode of the original geek show i am your host nick the renaissance man helms and yeah so this is episode two and so uh we're, we're actually doing a or i'm actually doing a change of uh my formatting um i was doing the first impressions first impressions original geek first impressions on the bearded kappa channel um, and I've decided just to combine that with the original Geek Show, so we're going to have first impressions on the episodes as well, so it's just going to be just the original Geek Show. Um, as always, we are on here on the Bearded Kappa Productions channel, and uh, the show is also brought to you by Original Geek Comics, which is co-ran by myself and Jake Jackson. And if you haven't already, pick up a copy of Vengeance Emergence, number one, today, by following us at Original Geek Comics at Instagram. Or email us, RitualGeekComics, at gmail.com, and I'll get you an issue. But, uh, yeah. So, let's get right into the show. So, if you haven't listened to First Impressions before, uh, what happens on First Impressions is that I take, like, a movie or a show or a book, something that I've never watched or never read before, and I don't know any knowledge of it beforehand, really. I've never, like, watched the trailers, really, or I'm going to try not to watch the trailers on this stuff. Um, I'm trying not to read reviews on this stuff. It's just basically going in as blind as possible um, and uh, just uh, seeing, seeing my first impression of it. Um, so, yeah. And so that's what a first impression is. That's what the first impression is. So you get my um, straight first impression. Like uh, in the first impression episode, I was watching the stuff and then I was taking a pause on the recording and then I'd watch the stuff or read the stuff or whatever and then I come back and uh, then give my impression of it so you're gonna still follow the same format so but what you're gonna do here get here is you're going to get the entire episode of the rest of the show and then uh, we'll leave off with first impressions alright so my first impressions for this week I'm doing two this week I'm doing squid game and uh, Never Have I Ever. Both are ne Netflix shows. Um, I'm watching. going to watch the first episodes of both of these series. Um, Squid Game, because, I mean, it's just a just something that a lot of people are talking about right now. Um, and the uh, only familiarity that I have with Squid Game is that it's on Netflix. It's like one of the best shows that they've apparently ever put out. Uh, it's something about a guy down on his luck, needing money, and has to do these uh, games that are like kid games that you played in school. Apparently, uh, if you don't win, you die or something. I'm not for sure. Um, exactly what it's about. Um, but I think it's Korean. Korean show. Um, I also look at uh, Rotten Tomato scores on here just so I can um, look at those beforehand and then see where my mind is going at the end and then let you know um, if I'm going to continue or if I think you should continue get on it. 
you haven't already. Squid Game, the series, uh, was given a 92 per 92 on the tomato meter, and the audience score is 84. So, as I said, I'm just going to watch the first episode, and then uh, we'll see if I continue on that. And uh, I may give update impressions at a later time. Okay. The second thing I'm doing is Never Have I Ever, which is another show on um, Netflix. Um, since I heard that people die in Squid Game, I figure I need something to like, you know, chill myself out after that. So Never Have I Ever is a comedy show. I know that's about an Indian American girl. That's all I know. I think it got picked up for. I think it's like about to do its third season on Netflix. Not for sure. All I know is that on Rotten Tomatoes, we got a 95 on the tomato meter and an 88 audience score. So better scores than Squid Game, which is interesting. I don't know. Uh, maybe because it's just subsequent seasons. I don't know. I don't know. But we shall find out together on the first impressions. But before we get into that first impressions, on Squid Game and Never Have I Ever, first episodes, pilot episodes, premiere episodes, whatever you want to call them. Let's get into some other things. Um, so if you didn't listen to the first episode, I went over DC Fandom. That was cool, so check it out. Uh, I broke down DC Fandom. Um, if you watch DC Fandom or anything from that show, let me know what was your favorite thing on DC Fandom. Um, but another trailer that just popped up recently was a Spider-Man trailer. Um, I'm not going to talk about it, because that was a couple weeks ago. And Jerry and Sean talked about it. Uh, so, the No Way Home trailer. But, a trailer that Tom Holland just came out in yesterday. Today is Friday, October the 22nd. Yesterday was Thursday, October the 21st. As of this recording. And they dropped the Uncharted trailer. The video game adaptation. With uh, Tom Holland as Nathan Drake. And uh, Marky Mark Wahlberg as Sully. And yeah, so I was I wasn't I have I haven't played a lot of the Uncharted games. I've played a couple, um, but I've really enjoyed them. I I was a late to the PlayStation party person. Um, I'm big. I got a PS5, uh, but I I mean I just got a PS4 like a couple years ago. So I'm just uh, like I think it was 2018 when the God of War and Spider-Man game both came out, and that's when I got a PS4. And I switched from an Xbox person and converted to Sony. And let's see. Uh, so, uh, I mean, you know, I'm catching up on some games. So, eventually, I'll play all the Uncharted games. But, I mean, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, but uh, I know pretty much the basics of Nathan Drake's story because of the fourth game pretty much gives you a lot of it. Um, but, yeah. So, we got the Uncharted trailer. Tom Holland playing a young Nathan Drake. Um, it looks really... It was really exciting to me. Um, I'm I'm getting some, you know, it doesn't seem like everyone's it looks like it's okay. People were upset because they wanted Nathan Fillion to play Nathan Drake because he was pretty much born for that role, I think. Um, but Tom Holland got the role and they're going in a younger way, which is all good. I'm all right with it. Um, I'm not upset about that. I, it, it's just, just because they don't cast who you want doesn't mean that you should be upset about things. Just see what they bring to the table. Um, and the trailer it was exciting. It was awesome. I really enjoyed it. And if you hear a cat meowing, that's just Storm, and she's just saying hi. Uh, anyways, 
Uh, I really enjoyed the trailer. I thought it was awesome. It looks like a lot of stuff that they've pulled from games. Um, there's a big airplane scene at the end of the trailer. Um, th that looks like a set piece from Uncharted 3. So um, it looks like um, they're really taking inspiration from the games. I think Sony is like a producer on it. Um, the Sony Game Studio or whatever. Um, Naughty Dog, I think, is working on it, too. So, I mean, I, they're pretty much going to stick to the script in a basic way. Um, but I'm really excited to see it. Um, I love Tom Holland. So, I'm really... Uh, I really think it's going to be cool. And I think everybody should give it a chance. Uh, if you check out the trailer, if you haven't already, uh, let me know what you think. And, um, uh, yeah. But I, I really enjoyed the Uncharted trailer. So, check it out on the YouTubes now. Uncharted trailer. Tom Holland, Marky Mark, can't go wrong. Uh, but anyways, so uh, in case you didn't know, I'm a geek, huge geek, love being a geek. Um, I read comics, and so in uh, this original geek show, in case you didn't know, I read comics. Seen as a comic writer, <laughs> but in the original geek show, I want to talk about comics, um, and uh, mostly I'm going to try to talk about independent comics, maybe some big uh, two comics as well. But, uh, so, you know, try every episode, uh, if I put the episodes out every week, multiple ones, I guess I'll just do one episode. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. No, there's no set format here. Um, but I'm gonna add comics to the show. So, uh, this week, unfortunately, um, the only comics that I have right now, I gotta pick up some independent comics tomorrow at the shop, my shop, Retrograde Comics, Little Rock, check them out. I know a lot of you guys go to Kapow. That's cool and all. But Retrograde uh, is where I go, and that's my shop. I'm a freelance marketer for them as well, So and which I would have recommended them before that. I, and I don't get paid for that, so I just I just do it because I'm, I'm going to go into marketing one day. And it's what I'm going to college for. And uh, minoring in comic studies. So maybe I'll get on another comic book publisher somewhere. Who knows? But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Comics. Uh, I've only got DC Comics this week. Uh, there was no Marvel Comics that I was able to pick up um, because I don't pick up the comics till after everybody else has picked up their comics um, and goes to pull list and stuff like that. And then, so, the only Marvel comic I think I would have got besides... I think I would have got Star Wars, High Republic, and then uh, Trial of Magneto. Pretty much only Marvel comics that have been picked up this week. I didn't get those. But, so we're just going to talk about DC Comics this week. Nightwing number 85, written by Tom Taylor. If you guys um, haven't been reading Nightwing, you really need to. It's one of the best ongoing series right now uh, from DC. Uh, Tom Taylor's an amazing writer. Uh, he's probably he's in my top five easily. He uh, wrote my favorite alternate Earth storyline um, in any comics of Marvel or DC, which is Injustice. And that Injustice universe is just amazing. I love alternate Earth stories like What Ifs, Tales from Marvel, or uh, Elseworlds Tales from DC. Any type of that type of stuff plays on different stories of popular characters. I really enjoy that stuff. Anyway, so Tom Taylor wrote Injustice, the book series, or comic book series. And uh, anyway, he's on Nightwing, and Nightwing in 85. Uh, we get a good story with Nightwing and Barbara Gordon, which them teaming up together is always fun. Fun. Uh, Fear State's going on, so Dick is in um, Gotham, so he teams up with Barbara, um, and then some crazy crap happens at the end, 
uh, which will play out in the next Batman uh, 116. I think that's the issue. Um, anyways, so, but I really enjoyed the issue. I always like Dick and Babs together and uh, seeing their dynamic and uh, it seems they're getting close again. So that's fun. Tom Taylor is amazing. Uh, you can also tell that Tom Taylor is amazing by Superman Son of Kal-El number four, which also came out this week. And uh, I, I'm really enjoying what Tom is doing with uh, John Kent, the new Superman, who, uh, as I mentioned in the last episode, is that uh, in the fifth issue, he's, we're gonna be, he's coming out as bisexual, um, which is really cool. Um, that's near and dear to me. Um, and so having John Kent have that representation is pretty cool and really exciting. And so, um, but yeah, so Superman, Son of Kal-El, got some crazy stuff happening uh, on the cover. So it's not really a spoiler if I mention this, but I mean, spoilers can't happen. Um, but uh, the Kent home gets blown up in this. Uh, the, him and uh, Jay Nakanora is uh, his future boyfriend, I guess, is uh, they're having dinner with Pa Ma Kent. And then the house blows up. But, you know, John saves everyone. And uh, there's some other stuff that happens in there. I'm not going to mention. Um, and then you get um, a cameo appearance by um, the Airy and Wink from Tom Taylor's run on Suicide Squad, which was an amazing run. And so I really enjoyed the Suicide Squad run that Tom did and seeing two of his creations, uh, the Airy and Wink, being in Superman Son of Kal-El was a really cool moment um, because those are two of my favorite characters from the, the Suicide Squad run that he did which if you haven't checked that out I think it was 12, 13 issues um, maybe 11 uh, you should definitely check that out because it was good um, so if you were wondering if you've read Superman Son of Kal-El number 4 and you were like who are these characters well that's where they come from so there you go speaking of Suicide Squad I really didn't mean to set this up the segue in all these. It just happened to be like this. Um, Super Suicide Squad number eight just came out. Um, this this series, uh, this new series, um, has been pretty great. And it's low-key, uh, definitely one of the best DC books out right now. Uh, right under Nightwing. Uh, it's really hard for me to choose between these three series because they're all three ongoing. And uh, they're all three... Uh, uh, the really my favorite ongoing DC titles right now but Suicide Squad is low-key the best one uh, that no one is talking about um, so you don't get a whole I don't see a lot of people talking about Suicide Squad but it's great it's been great um, they got Pete they got like the Suicide Squad people that you're seeing that you saw in the movie um, in uh, my goodness James Gunn movie Suicide Squad um, the Suicide Squad so you got Peacekeeper in there, and you got Bloodsport. Um, we haven't got Polka Dot Man and uh, Rat. Wait, then we just did have Rat Catcher. Maybe I can't remember. Um, but the first Rat Catcher. Um, but it and so uh, it's been really fun. Um, let's see, Colbera's been in there. Uh, Talon, it's pretty cool. Um, been in there as well. Um, but yeah. 
So some cool characters. I've really been enjoying the Suicide Squad. Uh, they got uh, Black Siren, which is like the Earth 3 or Earth 2 Black Canary. Uh, she was on Arrow, but and now she's in comics. So I think that's really cool. Ambush Bug is in there. Um, and he's, he's, there's basically Ambush Bug, if you don't know who Ambush Bug is. He's like the DC Deadpool. Um, he, you know... It breaks the fourth wall and in the book and so he's just been he he showed up in the seventh book book and he's in this one um and yeah he's he's hilarious and so seeing that uh even though he's a rip it's a rip it's like a rip off of deadpool in a way um but who cares it's fun uh dc and marvel rip off each other all the time um but it's all good which deadpool is really a deathstroke uh rip off as well in a ways so, Slade Wilson, Wade Wilson, no? Yeah? Okay, cool. Anyways, uh, yeah. So, who else is on Suicide Squad? In Suicide? Oh, yeah, Superboy, quotation marks, is in... You You just have to read this. I'm not... Superboy's in it, so just read it. Read Suicide Squad. Number eight just came out. Great stuff. And lastly, um, I picked up a lot of DC books. I'm just... I picked up like a dozen. Uh, but Refrigerator of Heads number one came out. Uh, this is on the DC Horror... It's not the DC Horror line. This is on the uh, Hill House line. They got like... Okay, so DC's got DC Horror, the Hill House. Then they got horror books coming on the Black Label. They they really need... and Which were all... These all would basically be Vertigo books, but they got rid of Vertigo because they didn't want any, uh, you know, other things. Um, lines... Uh, but yet, then they started coming out with all these lines. Uh, so, I'm confused why they... Anyways, I don't know why they get rid of Vertigo. Anyway, there's no here around. Refrigerator Heads on the Hill House line. Um, yeah. It was really great. Refrigerator Heads number one. I am really enjoying uh, getting into horror. Uh, it's just something new that I started doing last year. I always shot away from horror stuff. Um, but now I'm starting to get into it, watching more horror films and... Game, playing games and reading books and stuff. I'm really enjoying the horror books I read, uh, like Something Is Killing Children, Department of Truth, and stuff like this. But uh, Refrigerator Heights, number one, was really great. It was a good time. Kind of confused on some parts of what's going on, um, but I'm sure the mystery will play out later in subsequent issues. But I really enjoyed it, so I think it's definitely going to be near the top of my stack from now on. Um, and just how I read comics, um, I kind of just put them in Orders of public. Okay, so what I do is, here's how I do my comics. I'll be interested. You tell me how you uh, read your comics every week. Here's what I do. So what I do is, first off, I take all the first issues, set them aside, because I read those first. Those are the top of the stack. And then what I do is, I separate DC, Marvel, and independent books. Okay? And then, so say I have a, so many number of each, each public, the DC, Marvel, and then the independent. Okay? Each number. So then I just kind of like go like DC or Marvel first, whichever one I can just grab. And I kind of like go through, separate each to DC, the Marvel, and the Independent. Then I separate them by the order of what they're important to me, of how I'm enjoying the story the most. And so then, I, so I have that. And then, so whichever one I like the first, the most, out of DC or Marvel, whichever one's on the top that I like the most out of those two, I start with that one. So then I pick up the, so say it's DC or whatever. So let's just say it's DC in this week I went with. Uh, so Refrigerator Heads would have been the one of the first books I read. So, and then, uh, 
say Nightwing was at the time. So I would have grabbed Nightwing, and then I grabbed the first independent book, and then I grabbed the first Marvel, then I grabbed the first DC, or the next DC, then the next independent, then the next Marvel, then the next DC. You, you see where I'm going? And then eventually, obviously, I'm going to, one of those stacks will run out before the other ones, and so then, you know, just, that's just basically how I do it. Um, I guess I could have put it in order of, like, all of them of importance and put them all together and then do that. But I, I kind of wanted to like spread out the publishers. In a way, that's just how I, how I read my comics every week. Uh, let me know how you read your comics every week. So, yep, get on refrigerator heads though. Great book, great book. Uh, Crown Jewel uh, was yesterday. Started at eleven o'clock Central Time. Uh, it's a, in case you don't know what Crown Jewel is, it's a WWE, it was a WWE pay-per-view that was being held in Saudi Arabia. So that's why the, it was 11 o'clock in the morning. It started at 11 o'clock in the morning, I think I said afternoon a while ago. Uh, so, yeah, what, but low-key, greatest pay-per-view of the year, for real. It was an, it was, besides WrestleMania, it was an amazing pay-per-view um, definitely the second half of the year is definitely the strongest pay-per-view. Um, I really enjoyed it, and out of Crown Jewels, it's definitely been the best, because all the rest of them felt like house shows, glorified house shows, but this one felt like, you know, it was awesome. It was an amazing pay-per-view. Started off with an amazing match of Seth Rollins versus Edge in uh, Hell in a Cell. Uh, ends their trilogy of matches. What an amazing match. Edge got the win. Well-deserved. Um, really, they tore, they tore the house down. Um, so, it was a great... It was fantastic. Then we got uh, Mansoor versus Ali. Mansoor is the hometown boy, as he is um, Saudi Arabian originally, and so of course that uh, he got um, he got the win over Ali. Um, we got the Queen's Crown Finals, uh, which is like the Women's King of the Ring tournament. They call it Queen's Crown. We had the finals that went to Selena Vega who was fired from WWE and then rehired a couple months later. And I'm glad that they decided to give her that Queen's Crown uh, victory because it really paid her back for getting rid of her just because something she said about... Uh, uh, anyways, that's neither here nor there. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of some other matches. Um, RK Bro versus AJ Styles on almost. Uh, for the Raw Tag Team Titles, um, it was pretty. It was all right match. Um, RK Bro uh, won, and I don't think any titles changed hands in this pay per view. Um, let's see. But the cool, really cool thing about that was uh, Riddle came out riding a camel. Um, I don't know why I didn't have Randy Orton a camel. It was really weird to see Randy Orton walking around inside a camel. But anyways, it was it was a really cool thing, I guess, because they're in Saudi Arabia, so that was really cool. Um, Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley. Now, this was a no-holds-barred match. Um, this came about because whenever Goldberg fought Bobby Lashley for the title, uh, I can't remember what pay-per-view it was. SummerSlam, I think it was. Um, at the end of the match, Bobby Lashley put uh, Gage, Goldberg's like 15-year-old son, in the hurt lock. He didn't apparently didn't know because Gage had jumped on his back. I don't know. Anyways, you know how the story goes. Anyway, so... Came in a holds barred match. Uh, Goldberg ended up coming up the win, of course, because um, they kind of give legends the win in Saudi Arabia because 
they're kind of like for that old school um, attitude era um, the fans aren't and so uh, yeah Goldberg got the win it was probably the best match that Goldberg has had in uh, WWE and so I really enjoyed that Uh, there was a cool spot at the end where Goldberg speared uh, Lashley off the stage through some tables Um, that's how he got the win that was pretty cool uh, Finn Balor versus Xavier Woods for the King of the Ring uh, finals which I was kind of nervous because it's Finn Balor and they, they just made him lose to Roman Reigns a couple times and so I really thought that they were going to give Finn the win when I really wanted it to be Xavier Woods because one, Xavier Woods has uh, is the only New Day member that hasn't done something significant um, and also he did a lot to um He's been championed the return of King of the Ring for over a year. And, like, even his name on Twitter was Future King of the Ring um, for, like, the longest time. And I'm sure now it's just King of the Ring, King Woods. Um, But, yeah, uh, they gave him the win. They gave Xavier the win. So that was awesome. That was, like, uh, one of the best moments of the show. Uh, Not as far as match. The match, I give it, like, a B. Um, But the just having Woods win was amazing one of the best parts of the uh, of the whole uh, crown jewel after that Big E went against Drew McIntyre for the WWE championship of course Big E won um, uh, Drew McIntyre is going to smack down so um, but it was a big it was a big uh, match and it was really good it was really amazing um, uh, A minus match there I think and uh, it was Big E kicked out of the Claymore which um very few people have done so but seeing that uh Big E's that's one of the hottest things in WWE right now so um Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair triple threat match for the Smackdown women's title amazing match um second second uh best match second best match after the Edge and Seth Rollins match um it was really fun it was really cool at one time uh, Bianca had uh, I believe it was Sasha like raised above her heads you know like in a lift had her lifted up above her head both arms and then she put one of the arms down and was just holding Sasha with one arm she is really the strongest woman ever uh, but uh, Becky ended up uh, uh, getting the uh, win stealing the win with a roll up while holding the ropes which is perfectly okay by the way in a triple threat match because uh, there's no uh, disqualifications. So I'm just kind of confused on what WWE's going to do with their uh, women's titles because Becky has the SmackDown Championship and Charlotte has the Raw Women's Championship, but they both got drafted to opposite shows. But Charlotte's going to be on SmackDown tonight, Friday, so maybe we'll see what happens with the titles then. Are they going to do something like in the last draft when I think it was the New Day and... Um, shoot. Why am I drawing a blank here? Uh, the New Day and the, I honestly don't know. Uh, Montez Ford and uh, Angelo Dawkins. I don't remember what our tag team is right now. For some stupid reason, I can't remember that. <laughs> and so, because it's not the primetime players, because that's Titus O'Neill. So I don't even know why I'm saying that. Would think that. Anyways. They traded. They were tag team champions on 
opposite shows, and then like the night that they had the after they got drafted, they just switched titles. They just it was really weird. Um, but anyways, yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do. I guess we'll wait and see. The last match was Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar Universal Championship match. Uh, it was a B match. It was all right. Um, it was. I mean, you can't just do too much with Lesnar. I mean, he doesn't do too much wrestling besides suplexing people and F5ing people. I mean, uh, you just do what you can with Brock. But, I mean, he's a he's a big draw. Um, Ref ended up getting knocked out at one point. Then Paul Heyman, which the big storyline here was with, is was Paul on Brock's side or is he on uh, Roman Reigns, the tribal chief's side? And uh, so it basically at that point, um, whenever the ref got knocked out, he uh, he got he he handed uh, a title, put the title on the in the thing, and said, "You know what to do" or whatever like that. But it wasn't clear whether he was giving the title to Roman or if he was giving it to Brock. I'm sure that's going to play out some more tonight. We'll see what happens. I'm sure this they'll be fighting the next pay-per-view. Well, the next pay-per-view is Survivor Series, so they won't be fighting. Um, but then pay-per-view after that, whatever the pay- next pay-per-view is, which I think it's called New Year's Revolution or something like that on New Year's Eve. I think they canceled TLC. Um, that's just rumors, though. I don't know for sure. Um, but, yeah, so we'll see. Roman got the win, though. Um Usos came in there and kicked Brock, and then he hit Brock with the title, um, and then uh, another ref came in and got the the pin. I uh, counted the pin. So uh, Roman won. Tribal Chief is still number one. It's great. Guess it protects Brock as well. If they fight again, I don't know what they're gonna do. Um, but uh, I guess if they could always wait till WrestleMania, uh, Brock could win the Royal Rumble. I mean, who knows? And I just don't want Brock to be the one that takes down Roman after Roman beats so many people. Like Cesaro and Big E and Finn Balor. Or even be Big E. Finn Balor and uh, whoever else. I don't remember anymore. <laughs> so, uh, Kevin Owens and stuff like that. Uh, Street Profits. That's the name of the freaking Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. My goodness, that was dumb. Anyways, that's your WWE rundown of Crown Jewel. Um, yeah, so Titans on the HBO Max um, just ended this week. Just put out the last episode, season, or episode 13 uh, of the season. Uh, season 3 come to an end with uh, Purple Rain was the uh, uh, name of the episode, which um, was really cool. Um, it was a really great episode. I've really enjoyed this season three of Titans. Coming on HBO Max is really up the quality of the show. Um, Curran Walters is, or Waters or Walters, whatever name, his last name is, as uh, uh, Jason Todd, who became Red Hood in the show. It was really great. I'm um, seeing his whole arc throughout this whole, um, this, this season was basically about his, was about Jason, um, which is my favorite DC character. Um, I've played Red Hood, so myself, and so, seeing this Red Hood story, is, this has been the best Red Hood story, comics, anything. It's just been an amazing story this season long with Jason and Red Hood as Red Hood, and just, it definitely was great. Um, we got uh, Elsa in the season, we got 
introduction of Scarecrow um, and interactions between him and Jason were really good. Um, so Scarecrow was the big bad the entire season, and I like how they played out his whole story and was able to, you know, go out through the whole season and pretty much every episode without it feeling like he was there too much. So that was really cool. Uh, Tim Drake was introduced in this season, um, and so it looks like he's going to be a Titan, maybe Robin, Red Robin, or one of the two, in the uh, season four. We'll see. Um, but that was really cool. Um, Barbara Gordon was introduced. She's already in a wheelchair, so this is post-Batgirl um, life. Looks like we're going to be having her set up as Oracle in the future. Um, so that was really neat moment. Um, so I, I, but, uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, Jason's uh, Becoming Red Hood was kind of similar to what happened in the comics. Sort of similar. Um, though the aftermath of what happened was a little different in how Bruce took it. Don't think I want to say anything else about that. Don't want to give out too many spoilers if you haven't seen it. Let's just say that Bruce was not happy with Jason dying. So, well, I'll just say that. We'll just say that. I don't want to give out too many spoilers in case you haven't seen it, even though 13 episodes around this happened in like the second, third episode. So obviously, if you've you've had plenty of time, you've had like three months to see this. So I mean, um, but I'm not going to spoil it for you too much. Um, so I don't want to. You should just watch the show. You should just watch the show. Give Titans the chance. Give season three a view. Um, just end it on HBO Max, so you can go ahead and just uh, if you have HBO Max, you can go ahead and binge the whole the whole season um, while you're binging it. Uh, Doom Patrol just the seventh episode came out t this week, yesterday, today, um, and then uh, that's been awesome. Season three of Doom Patrol, which just got renewed for a fourth season. I think there's, after today's episode, um, there's three more. There's ten episodes in Doom Patrol. That's been great. Um, I really like how these shows have just improved since moving to HBO Max. Another show that's been improved is Young Justice. Um, because I was a huge Young Justice Season 1 and Season 2 fan. Uh, fan. Then Season 3 kind of like fell a little bit in quality for me. Not in quality of like animation or story. Just the... They focused a lot on new characters and kind of left all the old characters, and they had the old characters, but they didn't, like, really focus on them. And it's not that you can't focus on new characters. It's that Titans brought in new characters, like, Season 2 and then in Season 3, but they focused on the other ones as well, and so you got to... And then in the new characters from Season from season 2 were just... In Season 3, you got a way more focused. So it was okay because we, you know, it was like a steady introduction to these characters but season three was just these are new characters this is who we're following pretty much the entire season and it's cameo appearances by the other characters um, from the other seasons so it's kind of weird that's not the way to do things you should really just slow drip into introducing people in a little bit at a time um but season four uh which is called phantoms um which surprised um, was supposed to come out november 7th Surprise started um, last Saturday when DC Fandom was, and uh, they put out the first two episodes, and then today, or yesterday, put out the third episode. Been really cool. Uh, this one's been following uh, Superboy and Miss Martian. Um, 
and Beast Boy um, are really the only characters that we've we've seen some other characters in the first episode, but they weren't there long because they went to Mars. The trio did um, because they're having Miss Martian and uh, Superboy are married, getting married, they're engaged. Um, they may be already. I think they're already married um, because there was a time jump. I think they're already married, but they're going to Mars and they pretending basically they're not married yet because they're having a wedding ceremony at in Mars. Um, so, but the three episodes have followed this storyline of them in Mars, um, which uh, usually only these like stories is usually like the finale or the first. Uh, that's two episodes together, but this has literally been three episodes, and in the fourth episode, um, I've already like looked. Or maybe it was the fourth episode that came out today. I don't know. No, it's the third one. Uh, yeah, so it's going to also follow this storyline of them being in Mars. So it's really cool that they're doing this long-term storytelling. I know that um, new episodes are coming out every Thursday um, up until December something because they're putting out the first 13 episodes. And then the last second half of 13 episodes is going to be in the spring, which means it'll probably March, I assume. Maybe February. Who knows? Um, they just say spring 2022. Who knows? That That's such a wide range of time in the TV world. Um, but yeah, it's been really great. And if this season keeps up the pace that it is and keeps up the quality that it is, I think this season may be my favorite season. But we'll see. Um, but if you're an animation fan, animated series fan, then definitely check out Young Justice all four seasons are on HBO Max, and uh, it's definitely my favorite animated thing ever. For sure. Definitely. Um, check it out, Young Justice, and like I said, HBO Max, man. These shows going to HBO Max have really upped the quality because those, you know, season three of Young Justice and uh, Titans season one and two and Doom Patrol season one and two. Those were like on that DC Universe thing, which now they don't have that anymore. Now they have. Now it's called DC Infinite, but it's just comics. But the shows are now on HBO Max, and they've really HBO Max. You can really see the up in quality because they get more money, and just I just HBO's Max ain't gonna deal no BS, you know. So yeah, check them out, HBO Max. But let's move on. Let's get close to wrapping up the show. Um, so now we're going to take a short second while I go watch some shows so you can get the first impressions. Okay, here we are. Back again. Um, yeah, just a, just a little second. I didn't want to give too much time. I just pressed pause, came, watched the shows, come back. And yeah, so I watched Squid Game, the first episode, and never have I ever. Let's start with Squid Game. So Squid Game uh, is about this guy who... Uh, um, uh, doesn't really have any money. I guess uh, he's been divorced. He's got a daughter. Um, his daughter is going to end up moving with her stepdad and her mom to America, uh, apparently. And uh, so he he doesn't have a lot of money. He owes money, I guess, from gambling uh, to these people. And uh, so anyway, he's down on his luck, needing money. Um, this guy comes into him when he's on the subway and asks him to play this game with him. And he says that, you know... This game where you like slam these things on the on the ground and uh, try to flip the other person's over. I can't remember what it's called. Anyways, um, so he plays this game and he says that if you you know 
win and flip my thing over, I'll give you like, I don't know, $10,000 or something like this. I don't know, for your time. And then he said, but if not, you, uh, if I flip yours, then you give me $10,000. Um, I think it's 100000 I don't know. It's, you know, Korean money. I don't know. So we're just going to go with $10,000, okay? So don't quote me on it. Uh, yeah, so they, and he's, but, so he, the first one he loses, and he's like, oh, you know, I don't have the money, and he, he goes, he slaps him, and, uh, says that I will count one slap for each time you lose, that will be you paying me, so, so he gets slapped off a shit ton, and, uh, so eventually he ends up winning, getting some money, then the dude gives him a card, and says that there's this, like, basically this game tournament, and that if he plays in... Oh, no, Storm just jumped up here. Um, that he can win a whole lot of money. Because he, he said he, know, he knows all about the dude. Knows how much money... And he, you know, he's in debt and about his daughter and all this stuff. And that he owes his people money from gambling. And they're going to kill him if he doesn't um, give him his money or whatever. And uh, loan sharks, basically. So he gives him this card... Anyway, and once the dude finds out that, then that after that's whenever his mom tells him that his daughter's moving, uh, because his daughter was trying to lo uh, secretly tell him before earlier in the episode, and he didn't really notice. Get down. Uh, he didn't really notice, um, but once he finds that out, and then he decides that he's gonna do this game tournament. Uh, so he gets to the game tournament, and I'm gonna try not to spoil too much here, but there is spoilers for the squid game from now on so just letting you know all right so it goes and gets to this game tournament so anyway or, or he tells him calls number and says he wants to be in it goes to his place gets in his van and then like there's like three four other people there and they're like knocked out and he's like cool i guess everybody was tired you know whatever and then all of a sudden smoke starts filling in the car and he gets knocked out so they can take him to a secure location without knowing where that is uh, spoilers on an island um, so he wakes up, he's in this giant room, uh, with all these beds, bunk beds, and like, like large bunk beds, like five beds stacked on top of each other tall. Um, this is huge white room, it looks like a giant, you know, prison, or what you would think what a uh, prison room looks like, of, uh, all these beds. And they all have these uniforms on, they're blue, and they all have numbers on them. There's four, uh, the, the main character is number 456, so there's 456 people. Um, like the number one person is an old man, an interesting character. Um, and so these people come in, they have masks on, and apparently, you know, there's just, uh, so he's like, there's gonna be a bunch of money, and every time that you win a game, there's gonna be going to this ball, and then at the end, whoever wins the games, all six games, there's six games, between six days, one game a day, um, whoever, you know, wins, um, uh, yeah, um, you, you get the money, basically. Uh, so they go into this open field thing, and you see this giant baby doll robot thing, and they're going to play red light, green light. And they're like, yeah, the basically the rules are, green you move, red you stop, and you can't be moving at all on red, or you'll be eliminated. Um, and they mean that literally, uh, so that's all I'm going to say to that. They mean it literally, so just it's in, it's, it got intense from that. It was pretty, uh, I mean, the, it, whenever I was watching it, here's what's going through my head. 
I'm watching it, I'm like, I don't, I don't, okay. One, it's Korean. Um, but I was just, I'm so it's kind of hard to get into. And I, I, don't hate me, guys. But I watched the dub version, um, because that's just, I have to, I can't do subtitles. And mainly because I'm also, like, working, you know, a normal job, 8 to 5. And so I'm kind of, like, watching my stuff as I'm working. And so I can't, like, I, I, I use audio a lot. And if something has subtitles, it, I can't really see those all the time. And so I have to listen to English because I don't understand Korean. Um, and so um, I'm a big audio uh, on needing to listen. Um, and so um, I was kind of like, I don't understand what people are really into this show because, I mean, I was like, I just don't see what the big deal is. And then they started playing Red Light, Green Light. And then I was like, oh... Okay, I get it now. I can see the intrigue here. Um, so it's a pretty interesting story. Let's see, Rotten Tomatoes, let's go back to that. 92, Tomato, 84, audience score. Right now I'm going to lean more to the high 80s. So maybe in between. I'm in between on the tomato meter and the audience score, just of my interest in it. I'm still going to watch it, though. Um, I'm still going to I'm gonna continue on Squid Game. Um, yeah. So, I'm, I'm really excited about Squid Game, watching the rest of it. I think you should jump on too if you haven't watched Squid Game already, because it seems like a pretty exciting premise, and I really enjoyed the first episode. Uh, my next first impression is Never Have I Ever, uh, which follows this uh, Indian-American girl whose name escapes me right now. And uh, her dad is played by the guy who played Mohinder Suresh on Heroes, by the way. Fun fact for you. Um... Anyway, so basically, it's just a, you know, high school show, comedy show, um, about, you know, growing up. Um, it's a little different because, you know, she's Indian American. Um, at one point, after her dad died, she, like, lost ability to walk. But then, like, one day, she was able to walk again. I don't know if that's going to be explored again in the future. I don't know. It was kind of a weird point. Um, so some people think that she was just not really crippled. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. You know, anyways. So it's kind of like this. Um, has this American pie. Um, not like crude, but American pie. But like, the, you know, the, in American pie, how... Jim and the rest of the guys, they're like, decide that they're going to lose their virginity by prom or whatever, uh, by prom night. Anyways, so the girl, um, who I said, whose name escapes me, we'll call her Escape Me, Escapey, that's her name, Escapey, uh, anyway, Escapey, um, her and her two friends, they decide that they're going to have sex and lose their virginity this year, um, and so the girl will like, uh, they, she like basically picks all these people who they're gonna lose their virginity to. Blah blah blah. This right, really American Pie basically, and told in a Netflix way. That's not as crude. It seems, I don't know. Uh, it was pretty funny at times. I never laughed out loud. I, I, you know, I, I thought it was enjoyable laughter. Um, let's see. Let's let's. I don't really want. Really have too much more to say about it, to be honest with you. Um, 95 tomato meter on the tomato meter, 88% audience score. Honestly, I don't even know if I. Right now, I'm below the audience score. 
Um, I'm ranged about 80s, high 70s right now on my interest level. Now, I think there's two seasons in the can, third season coming out, or at least one season in the can, I know for certain. And But there is a new season coming. I don't, I, I'm pretty certain on these tomato meter things on Rotten Tomatoes. This is like over the whole series. I don't think it's single episodes, and I just watched a single episode. So, um, but it's first, it's first impressions. That's what this, this show is about, or this part of the show is about, is first impressions. And first impressions, it just didn't leave me as these high up scores. And, you know, I've heard good things about Never Have I Ever. I haven't heard anything bad about it at all, um, either one of these. Um, but I just don't know what the, what the deal is. Um, and usually I like comedy stuff. I don't know. I mean, it was enjoyable. I want to see more. Um, but I don't, it's not, I'm, pro I'm going to watch it more. Um, but it's just not something that I'm willing to tell people about right now. You know, it's something I will eventually watch. So it's down on my list. It's not going to be something that I finish right now. Um, so it'll be a while before you get further impressions from me about it. Um, but I, I just don't know, you know, uh, I, you know, and I, I try to give, and by the way, on me, whenever I watch stuff, I give episode a three, a three episode birth, um, before I just totally give up on it. Um, so if it doesn't just draw me in in three episodes, then I'm, I'm out, you know, um, and I will only go back if someone I completely trust tells me to go back and watch something. Because uh, that's what happened with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, and Gotham, I think. But anyways, neither here nor Um I don't know about Never Have I Ever. So, as I said, I'm in a low 80, high 70s right now on Never Have I Ever. wasn't bad. It just I just didn't see the uh, huge appeal on it. Um, and why it, why it would be highly rated on in the Netflix's top 10. I see it on the top 10. You know, Netflix has got this top 10 daily thing that they have now, or weekly or whatever, and it's on there quite a bit, and I just don't know why. Um, maybe I just need to give it more episodes. I don't know. I just, right now, I'm just not going to recommend it to you guys. So, definitely watch Squid Game, though. Watch Squid Game. Really enjoyed the first episode. Never, ever, ever not for certain on we're gonna put a we're gonna put a pin in it okay we're gonna put a virtual pin in never have her ever and never never have i ever it's it sounds weird um what's saying uh but yeah put a virtual pin in it we'll come back to never have i ever in the future maybe i'll be able to recommend it fully to you but as of right now don't i i don't i can't recommend off of the first episode to really move on and I said, it's not a bad one. It's just, I don't, I'm going to need more. So, okay, here's what we'll do. Instead of just writing it off, here's what we'll do. Instead of telling you not to watch it. If you're going to watch it, if you're going to watch it, watch more than the first episode. Because the first episode, probably not going to draw you in. Okay, we'll go with that. We'll give it more. Because if, I mean, I did give a low 80, high 70. And so, I mean, kind of doesn't seem like a, oh, don't you freaking watch it. So, I mean, it's a, uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see in the future. Okay? That work? All right. Works for me. Works for me. Anyway, guys, that is the show for today. I hope you enjoyed the show. We talked about a couple things. Um, if there's something you want me to talk about, let me know. If you have a first impression suggestion for me, let me know. 
I know I got some written down, like I got Midnight Mass written down. Uh, this seems to be popular on Netflix. I see this thing popping up on Hulu called uh, Only Murders in the Building or and something like this. That's Steve Martin and Martin Short in it. Um, anyways, I don't, I haven't seen a trailer or anything, but I mean, uh, it seems like it's a popular show. Um, and then I have something called Ghosts that just started. Um, I'm not for sure that's a comic or whatever as well. But, um, yeah, there's that. Um, let's see. I think that's about all that I have written down. I was trying to look at something. Anyways. Oh, Lock and Key. That, that's another one. Lock and Key. I'm going to... I've never watched it on Netflix either. I'm going to, uh... Read the first volume. I have the first volume. Never read it either. Um, never watched a trailer on Netflix. Nothing. Um, but I hear good things about Lock and Key. So I'm going to read the first volume and also uh, watch the first season. Or at least first episode. Read the first issue. I don't know what I'll do. <sighs> I'm going to do something, though. With Lock and Key. That's on there. And then my buddy John, he, uh, he uh, told me to do Sandman. So I, and I asked him, should I do the book or the audible thing that's going on now, or should, or the show that's coming out on Netflix? And he told me to do them all and compare and stuff. So I'm eventually get to Sandman. If Greg listens to this, he should be excited about it. I don't have any Sandman. I found the whole series on Amazon for like $180, which also you can rent on Amazon for 90 something dollars. I didn't even know you could rent books on Amazon unless they were textbooks. Um, so maybe Sandman counts as a textbook. It's the whole series, though. Um, I don't know what we're going to do with Sandman. I, maybe I'll just buy the first volume and go with that. We'll see. I mean, it's first impressions. I don't have to read the whole thing. Um, but what if I really enjoy it? Then I'm like, oh, man, I should have bought the whole thing. I don't know. I've always heard great about Sandman, but I don't know anything about Sandman. Anyways, we'll see, though. We'll see what happens. That's it, though. That's the show. That's the show. Hope you enjoyed it. Check out um, those comics and uh, the Uncharted trailer, uh, the finale of Titans, Young Justice, uh, Squid Game. All great suggestions from this episode. Uh, but that's it, and we'll see you next time on the Original Geek Show. Yeah.